0: You're listening to Be Still and Grow, the GCC Ladies Podcast with Katherine, Heather,
1: and Nicole, where we dive into deep theological topics and real-life issues through the art of conversation.
2: So take a seat at the table with us. One, two,
1: three.
0: Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Be Still and Grow Podcast. My voice gave out when I said well and I did not like that at all. So I was like, Well, well, well hello, hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, was it was small and subtle, but I noticed it and I will think about it the entire podcast. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well hello ladies, welcome back. Hello. Hi. If y'all didn't know the last episode they were not here. So how's it feel I'm just kidding. They were here the whole time. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, we have two guests on the podcast today. Whoop we whoop. have Russ and Melissa Reed. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yay. Thank What's you. up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> so, I tell people all the time. I don't think I've ever told y'all. I don't know why. Y'all have very simple names, but I struggle for some reason. I always want to say, here's Russ Russ or Reed Reed. <laughs> I do that. I can't. Not, no lie. In my mind, I have to stop and think before I say y'all's names because I want to say read, read. I don't know. It is the weirdest thing. I don't know what that's about.
1: I just can't help but immediately see Gus Gus in my mind. I was mind. thinking oh, to God say that. that. I was like, I'm not going to say that out
0: loud. So thank you.
3: I didn't realize there was so much fun with our names. <laughs> but those are over writing. 40 names. Oh. You know, it, it got shortened to Russ and Mel like after, oh, okay. after 40, mm-hmm. which, is, okay. yeah. which is several years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> As it was, it,
0: oh, God. Um, Oh, he man, what you. is it on, you know, no. because people like to do, they mesh the names together and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Who does that? Was it, it was, I think it was on Parks and Rec, wasn't it? Tom, he meshes the yes. names together or whatever. Yes. Has anyone tried to, I mean, it's Russ and Mel, but was there anything, like, unique before that that you were like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something on the spot. And I'm I was trying no. to think of how you could
2: do that, and I was like, no. Russ, Mill? Well, it <laughs> I Russ and go,
0: No, that doesn't work. I really wouldn't go, go for that. Either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our
1: tag was G and Cole. Oh. And Cole. Yeah, nothing special. G and Cole, yeah. Mm. I don't I have anything. Bright, was anything yeah, I mean, there's no,
2: there's nothing here. No. <laughs> We're bored. <Yeah>. <laughs> Brother,
0: I want to think about that. The po- whole podcast too. Um, but welcome. Uh, if you do not know Russ and Russ, no uh, <laughs> Russ and Melissa, um, that is a shame. You should know them because they're pretty fantastic. and yes. So uh, Russ is the head of the men's ministry here at church. He also serves. A, um, uh, guest ministries and so I, I think do you do greeting or just security for guest services both both. Yeah, both. okay cool, cool um and then melissa is also on guest services mm-hmm. and then she also helps in the kids uh ministry so mm-hmm. they are all over the place so um if you don't know them you should know them go meet them on sunday mornings because they'll either greet you or they'll <laughs> attack you the, to the ground they're sitting <laughs> in the back of the sanctuary on the right hand side <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yes don't cross them. um but yeah, so we're so excited to have you on the podcast. Thanks. So, Yay. thank you. Um so, we're going to get into it. We just had it's so official hmm? got papers <laughs> oh, and everything, no, I got paper now. <laughs> it's in the font and size that I like for my outside. <laughs> 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 I mean, it could be a little bigger. Um I heard <laughs> it's not I don't think you can see it on the camera, but <laughs> it's not super big. But um there was what was it? Uh, I was listening to a podcast on another uh, different podcast and they were talking about this guy also has terrible eyesight and he was presenting for an award and so on the um, oh, the teleprompter, thank you Um, they had different font sizes and one of them was called the Betty White (laughs) font size. And it was like almost like one word for its (laughs) thing. And so I'm like, I would love that. That would be so easy
4: for me. Could
1: you imagine the pressure of the person having to change it? (laughs) Oh my God. Every single word. (laughs) (laughs) Say a little bit ahead so you know (laughs) what's
0: coming. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I was like, <clears throat> I didn't bathe me one bit I was like that would be fantastic so my eyesight like I literally I sent Nicole a video recently of like when you go over 30 and it it's like that change happens of like you have to change the font size on your computer <laughs> 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 it's like I did that last week yeah I was like I, d- I did it like we could do it again. <laughs> well because like I watched it I thought it was funny because it goes because it has a recommended like 100 percent, and then you can go to like 130 or whatever and it then like I watched it, it. I thought it was yeah <laughs> it was like it is time um and so I watched it I thought it was funny. And then I was like, wait a minute, I could do that for my computer. It changed my life. Like I don't have to, sque- like my eyes, I feel like work so hard on the computer. And so now since they're, they're larger, I'm like, I can see what they say now. And so I, it, it was, it's a sad change, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. So better.
3: <laughs> Did you do it on your phone as well?
0: No, mm. I haven't crossed over that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty big. And then also I could put it real close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, when anybody knows that, at the church, I think it's hilarious. Because, like, I have extreme nearsightedness. So, I it's negative nine in both eyes. Like, it's it's really bad. <laughs> so, right here is real clear. Everything's pretty blurry <laughs> outside of that. So, I feel like it, they should say I'm legally blind. I mean, You are I think legally you are. blind. I know. Listen, but...
1: the definition is, like, a negative two or positive two. You're okay. legally blind. I'm with you, sister. We're all there.
0: Beyond <laughs> legally <laughs> blind. <laughs> it's like, I should have a cane or something. My gosh. <laughs> Um, but I get, I make it, I get by, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know how we got it. Oh, I was like, why well, did we get? I was like, why are we talking about my my life story? Let's move on. Um, so yes, we are going to talk about which just came and gone, the Kentucky Derby. Um, are y'all big Kentucky Derby fans? Anybody religiously watch it?
3: No, not a giant fan of okay. of it. I mean, I, I try to watch it when I can, but mm. I didn't. I didn't catch it this week.
0: Mm. Did uh, have been any, has anyone ever been to the Kentucky Derby? No, or no, it would any... be so fun though. It would be fun, it would be fun. I think it's
2: really expensive. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah, I would so. think maybe so. the church could sponsor a Be Still and Grow
0: <gasps> <wheelchair>. <laughs> live <laughs> in the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool. um, we'll get like journalists
1: yeah. or pest passes. Uh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, that'd well. be cool. Exactly,
0: we can make it very gospel y. Yeah, yeah that, so. We're <laughs> um, but we figured like it'd be fun to talk about that. I feel like everyone at this table loves horses am i correct or incorrect on indeed that yes, yes. Correct. Correct. Yeah. um i think y'all i think y'all have a pretty long background of horses correct mm-hmm.
3: oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay so we got that we got started early with, with horses early in our relationship not not early like <laughs> but uh, early in our relationship but we, we were riding them quite a bit and uh we used to slip off to the barn and Ride horses. No. Oh, ride that's horses. That's okay. That's I was like, "This is a back. Christian <laughs> podcast." <pockets? laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Exactly, exactly." It was just the, pause the perfect date night, and I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> cut the cut the mic." <laughs> well, uh, Pastor Kirk's the one that showed me all the good spots. So. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you have to ask him about that.
0: <laughs> okay. We're gonna go past that. Um, But cool. Have y'all ever... Because I know y'all have horses now and stuff. Like, have y'all had your own horses or anything like that?
4: So, when we were dating, we actually... um, There were several horses that you and I bought together, I thought. Mm -hmm. Sophie. Mm -hmm. We bought Sophie together. She was a paint horse. Mm -hmm. She was beautiful. She was our favorite. She... um, We were riding at someone else's house um, in, in the arena. And Russ and I were on the other side of the arena. And she... Got out of her tie and ran to us to the other side, yep. because she wanted to be next to us. like she she loved that a giant puppy. yeah, Aww. she she really was. We, we lived on there like a, a puppy.
0: <laughs> it's amazing to me how tall horses are. Like I never like I've always been on the other side of the fence where you like you're, you pet them or give them the food, and then like I think it was uh your old neighbor that like we went oh, yeah. over there. And I was like, I stood next to it. I had so much fear. I was like, <laughs> "We're gonna die!" I was like, Cause "They're so big," and mm-hmm. I didn't realize how big they were. And it was like that one horse—I can't remember what the name was—but it was super friendly. And I'm like, "I, Dusty. I guess, yeah." It's I was like, the bay. "Yeah," I was like, "It's cool," but I'm like, "I'm scared to death. You gonna bite me or <laughs> swing me across the field or something?" I was so scared the whole time. But it was—he was sweet, but it was very scary. <laughs> so. Um, but we're we're talking about the Kentucky Derby because I looked up some um. To find some fun facts about horses, it wasn't a lot, it was a lot of just like facts. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, eh, That's cool. The one thing I thought was very, I mean, there's other fascinating things, but one of the things they talk about is they like, don't breathe through their mouth. I thought that was interesting. Is that true? I have no Thank idea. Don't <laughs> <their> <laughs> throat> throat> I know
1: you said that earlier, and I was like,
0: Well, that's what it said. It was like the number one thing on like all the sides that I, I mean i believe it. Them. Yeah,
1: very rarely does a horse even ever have its mouth open, mm-hmm. but I never thought about it.
0: Yeah, because they were saying that, like, because it doesn't get a cold. I know. Yeah. Golly. <laughs> it was like, I, I, I was a horse. I'd be like, well, oh, I can just die. I was like, What's the point? But yeah, so I was like, well, it's not a, lot of, a whole lot to go off of that. So we'll let's go to the container. <laughs> All righty. Here it is. Here it comes. Catherine's facts. Take it with a grain of salt. Woo. Yay. Because um, <laughs> where do these
2: facts come from, Catherine?
0: They come from friendly Google. Mm-hmm. And so I like to f- pick the first one with the sponsored ad on it the one with all the cookies yeah, <laughs> the one that pays the most to be at the yes. top <laughs> um, I want that one so as we say with them all well, this might not nothing be true or it could be I think it's true I like to believe Google we'll see yeah they make the world happen <laughs> <laughs> um, are we branding for them now <laughs> Google Google making the world happen yeah <laughs> righty. well I do have to look I'm like what is that word is it 19 what <laughs> so. Okay, so a couple facts. Number one, uh, nine, uh, 19 past winners have had names beginning with the letter S, including, I'm going to butcher the name. Was it secretary? Secretariat. Secretariat, yes.
1: Seabiscuit. Yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> 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 like, oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, so you, were, name you all. were on a roll. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was like, it's about to be an epic. The two that had movies. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh, but that's very interesting. I wonder if they... People, if they have horses, do they like try to have that S in there or whatever, or like not do that? They want to be different.
2: I mean, now knowing this fact, I would do it right, it's gonna make us lucky,
0: yeah. (laughs) Luckies, gotta have that S in there. (laughs) Slucky, what move on? Um, Well, it's be the beginning, I said um... last, slucky. Oh, or
5: sucky. (laughs)
0: Anyway, moving on. I thought this was very interesting. So, the amount of food consumed at the Derby is pretty astounding, the words of Google. On average, (laughs) spectators will eat 142,000 hot dogs. What? Yeah. 18,000 barbecue sandwiches, 13,800 pounds of beef, 32,400 jumbo shrimp. Hmm. I like that. I like one that one. One. Nine thousand <laughs> uh, scallops, eight thousand pounds of potatoes, thirty thousand cookies, and three hundred thousand strawberries. How many people go to this thing? Why is there three hundred thousand strawberries eaten? <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry shortcake? Oh, oh, I don't know. that's not true. Hmm. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a springtime. Google didn't say it, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Only Google facts. <laughs> um, 100%. That's crazy to me. I don't know why. That's a lot of food. Also, thirty thousand cookies. Thirty cookies. I could get down on that. How many people go?
1: That's my question. I think, a, a I think
0: the highest one I think I read was like hundred and seventy thousand attendants. Well, I'm that's like, like what three the strawberries heck? per person. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of rationing right there. <laughs> You've already had three. No. Yeah. To be honest, like, does everybody eat at the Kentucky Derby? They don't bring like a picnic, you know, like packed lunch. It's probably not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Little paper bag, yeah.
1: It's like you will eat the strawberries. And tailgating at the the t- Kentucky Derby. I don't know. I mean, they off they dress proper. very fancy. Yeah, so. I was about to say. I mm-hmm. think
4: it's a, a fancy thing. Yeah. Like they all have the hats and the dresses, and even the guys dress up. Oh yeah, like this is a horse race. Yeah. <laughs> I I've not been to a horse race. We've been to rodeos. Yes, those are fun.
1: I used to, so before we moved to Georgia, I lived in Oldsmar, Florida, which is a little small city between Tampa and Clearwater. And we had the Tampa Bay Downs, which is, it's not one of like the main Preakness or whatever, but it is a pretty popular horse track. So we would go Mm -hmm. and watch the horses race. And I feel like in Florida, the season for racing is only between December and May because it gets so hot so fast Mm -hmm. and so long, but like April may come around, it's like, Mm, the horses are soaking wet after they run, but um, it's a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, fun. I'll I'll go, I'll go to that one. <laughs> I wonder if they have strawberries at that one.
0: Yeah.
1: No? I have never <laughs> eaten there. I'm sure that they have some kind of cafe or restaurant or something, but I do not pay the money to go to the club inside <laughs> and
0: just stay down. Ain't that fancy. No. <laughs> I'll be down for the barbecue sandwiches and potatoes. Yeah,
1: the hot dog. Show me. 'Cause like That's I feel a lot like of hot most a lot people I know yeah. in my life would be like, I will never choose a hot dog. Especially in my fancy dress and my fancy hat. <laughs>
0: right. How <laughs> devastating. Like you spent all that time
4: getting
2: your outfit ready <laughs> and, and then you, you get there.
0: I'll be like,
4: Dang
2: nab it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be Catch so up and relish
0: right down the front I'd every time. Livid. I'd be like, you know Do they give out bibs? <laughs> they might. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's like the Kentucky Derby dip. bib. <laughs> 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 um so the traditional drink of anybody know what the traditional drink of the uh there be a, this is it's an alcoholic drink, FY,
1: the narrow down.
4: Woohoo
0: She got it. Well okay. Oh. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm so used to everybody getting questions wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Game's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, good job. Look uh, good. I see hey.
2: she just won the podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're done. We I when? done. <laughs> Sticker. Mint julep. I was like, oh, here it is. I was yeah. like, surely it's bourbon. Oh, <laughs> that's a good guess though. Ooh, that's a, yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon. bourbon. Yeah. Um, that is correct. It is the mint julep. <laughs> and um, 120,000 are said to be consumed at the race each year. That's a lot. Mm. That's
1: What's a in lot. a mint julep? Mint.
0: Mint. I don't know
4: anything else. That's <laughs> where not know I don't know a julep is. And up? It's probably gin. That's my guess.
2: Mint So kind of like a mojito-ish?
4: I've, like, seen pictures of them. That's the only reason why I knew. But, yeah, it's like a, I don't know, it's not a clear drink. So there's got to be oh, some sort of. Maybe
0: there's bourbon in it. There's. Mm. It's correct. So the Mint Julep yep. is a bourbon cocktail, best known for being the signature drink at the Kentucky Derby. Um, it is composed of bourbon, sugar, mint, and crushed ice. Hmm. Shouldn't be reserved for only one day a year, it says. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, I don't know where to go from that. I'm so used to, <laughs> used to getting it wrong. It's so crazy. We, we are usually
1: drastically wrong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Not just a little wrong. Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah.
0: It's 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 shocking. Spectacular okay. failure. <laughs> I'm an old lady. I get some things right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought this was very interesting. So the conservative. The Kentucky Derby. I don't know why I struggle saying that my gosh. Trophy. Do you don't know how much it weighs? There's the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> is it flowers?
4: Hundred pounds.
0: No. We're back to where we normally are. Way <laughs> is that high or low? Uh, she is way too high. Way oh, too high. Uh, Twenty-four yeah.
2: pounds. Four point two pounds.
0: oh you close. <gasps>
4: Let's <laughs> we'll call it I went four point one pounds. <laughs> so, even closer. <laughs> so, so crazy.
0: Um it is three point five pounds. That's what mm. I was gonna say next. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't count. Like I didn't want to get them all right. I wanna give everybody a shot. Um I was very shocked by that. I felt like it'd be more yeah they do so the roses is like uh I forgot what it is, but it's like it's wooden things, it's like the not the parade or the roses, but like that's what they're known for. They would drape with the roses yeah. and stuff, so yeah but i guess that's not the
4: that's not the real no. trophy
0: yeah i feel like that would be heavier having that many roses on you do they um, win money yes oh, yeah. Yeah. i was gonna say like oh, maybe yeah.
2: who, nobody yeah. cares about the trophy yeah. when you're
0: I showing know, I was like a there's a
1: trophy don't they just like <laughs> write you a check the,
0: the first prize is 3 million but the think, but they cut it after everything gets out it's one point six, $1. 1.8 million dollars like after
1: taxes or whatever
0: so yeah whatever they take out wow. even second or third place still gets a lot of money so hmm, hmm.
4: Yeah, I think we looked up some of that last year when Noah mm-hmm. wanted to watch it and uh pop what, they were going over some of the facts, but all that money gets divided between you have the horse's owner, you have mm-hmm. the jockey, you have people sponsoring the horse. Like it really gets broken down that the I wanna say the jockey gets paid very little compared to compared everything else. To the winnings, yeah. Yeah. I think. Typical, I like yeah. Typical corporate yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm a
1: Debbie Downer. <laughs> oh! I thought that was... <laughs>
0: you think they're making a way in this world? They're not. <laughs> like they're struggling. We need to help. them. Um, no, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's kind of like with NASCAR. You know, it gets divvied up and stuff like that. So. It's a whole team. Yeah. But the drivers still get a lot. So, mm-hmm. it's a very wealthy sports. So. <laughs> um, and then the Kentucky Derby, which I thought this was a very interesting fact. Kentucky Derby was started by Lewis Clark Jr., grandson of William Clark, a hollow, um, half of the famous explorer uh, du- duo Lewis and Clark, after he saw England's Epsom Derby.
5: Well, well. <laughs> I did
0: okay, not know that. so
1: Lewis and Clark, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh-huh. his name is Lewis Clark. Yes. Is that okay? Junior, yeah. Okay, so okay that's guess- why I was like Lewis Clark Jr. Is that like Lewis and Clark? And then you're like, William Clark. I'm like, who in the heck is that? No. <laughs> I was kind of laughing
2: at myself for forever thinking Lewis and Clark. I was like, no, moron. It doesn't go that far back. but oh, maybe it does.
0: Apparently it does. Yeah. But I thought that was uh, interesting. I did not know that. I wonder if they talk about that. I imagine they should. <laughs> hmm. it's a good fact. Very cool. It's very braggy. <laughs> so, And our last fact. So this is a fact. But I think it's also really funny. <laughs> I mentioned this to Nicole earlier; she did not think it was funny. She, oh well, she gave me a little pity laugh, but <laughs> 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 yeah, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is so familiar." It's like, good. Um, so, only three fillies, which is a female horse, Nicole told me that, um, have won the Derby. These are sorry. These are the names of the horses. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Regret. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. What? <laughs> Why would you name your horse regret? Was it a regret? Be like, don't make me regret buying <laughs> you. You were expensive. <laughs> oh my goodness! This one I love is, is genuine risk. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Like, was it? A- <laughs> you look at me the same way I told you earlier, <laughs> and she won. That's yeah. awesome. But it's like how wow it was like they're like hey do you think this is a good horse well it's a genuine risk Mm. (laughs) sold (laughs) (laughs) that just blew me away i just i think that's hilarious how many
1: (laughs) fillies is it three Three. okay and it's like a a female child horse pretty much right what's the age before they become a mare i don't know three or something like that yeah two or three yeah so like a colt would be a boy Mm -hmm. and then a filly is like what a two or three year old and then mare would be a female yeah. horse technically but they be naming their horses the weirdest names <laughs> and i don't understand why it's like too cool for school yeah, it's like, a phrase. <laughs> like it's yeah. like a whole <laughs> sentence like i don't understand yeah. why
0: because the, the one who won the Derby this past week was mage mage
1: mage mm-hmm. Mm.
0: <laughs> so thinking,
1: Mage. Oh, Mage. That's like short for major? Yeah. That you said Madge earlier. Did I say uh,
0: Madge? Madge. Mage. <laughs> There's no telling madge. what it really is. Madge. Okay, I, what's the I third one? I thought to myself, like,
1: is there more? Is it just one word? Yeah. Like, that's weird. It's fair. either
0: Mage or Madge. Maybe that's the whole name. <laughs> it's either Mage or Madge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the last one is not as funny, but it's Winning Colors. You want it? She wanted Winning color or fashion. Yes. Winning colors. <laughs> <laughs> like I true, understand yeah, to
1: a degree like the regret or what was the other one? Oh,
0: genuine <laughs> risk. Genuine, genuine
1: risk. risk because if only a certain the number of fillies way. have ever won yeah. then so. you're buying a filly to race in this race yeah. and you're taking a genuine That's risk. True. You might have some yeah. regret. But like, well, like how do you come back from that?
0: The next season <laughs> is it like she did her job? Like <laughs> well, to me, all I, how I paid off. Of when I think about names for animals and stuff, like to me it's like after you get off the racetrack, you be like it's in the field, regret! <laughs> 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 come here, regret regret. Like, and they are like, then you have to say general risk. General risk. <laughs> I feel
1: like they have to have some kind of real name that like I hope is so. like like their name. Dan and or, that's like their stage name.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I hope their so, stage because because
3: <laughs> I can picture uh going to look at horses with Pop to buy a horse. Yeah. And you go in the barn, <laughs> and the two they got for sale that day is genuine, <laughs> genuine. <risk laughs> and regret.
2: I'm not going to buy that horse. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and the story goes is that Pop would always put uh, Kirk or er- myself on the horse first so uh, he can watch us ride the horse mm, and so see how the horse is moving kind of oh. uh, mm. yeah <laughs> and that's there's there's your genuine risk right there yeah. it's
0: Like pop looks at the person and he, he was like it's not a genuine risk today yeah. <laughs> he's like sold he was like no regrets <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> Well, he would always have a code when we would go to buy the horses, too, oh. like and look at
3: horses. Hey, you can't give out the You can't give out so the let code. Everybody okay, give no. out secret. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's, a great, great, that's a great, great family idea. That's a great idea. That's a great That's the family secret. Okay,
4: family secret. Sorry. And I was like,
0: you, you leave, you immediately get a text from Kirk, like, you're out of the circle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Immediately gone. We had the place bugged. We already heard you before it was released. We're like, whoa! <laughs> so the horse that we did
4: have together, Sophie that I mentioned earlier, she did have a um, uh, Bigger name than that. We shortened it to Sophie, but her name was Sophisticated Design. Oh. That was her because oh. we had papers on her or whatever, and that's what that like. She was a a real paint horse, yeah. I believe. Registered, so classy. On. So that real.
3: you were asking about the like the letter in the name. So usually they, it's a word in the name that's repeat. So normally their names are like. Um, we actually owned a horse that was a descendant of one of the. Con- Triple Crown winners, Oh, wow. Um, and uh, he was a descendant of. I uh, will have to check with Pop, but it's either War Admiral or Man oh, of wow. War. So War oh, Admiral God. would would be a horse, and then a uh, Man of War is continuing that
4: family like
1: name. That yeah, family that, family that kind
3: family. of lineage. kind of name, so that you so that they can trace the lineage a, a oh. little bit better.
1: Where did regret come from? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're, just We're just aiming low. <laughs> That's cool.
0: Oh, funny! All righty, Liz was was ended on Man of War's third cousin, yeah. Nicole, yeah. with no regrets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are we here? Why are we here?
1: Well, we are going to talk about men's and women's ministry today, and. Maybe why they are important to the body. How do we do life with each other in those ministries? Why are they important? And um Yeah. Nailed it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so like I said, Russ and Melissa, as we always like to say, shared the last name. So that means they're married. Um how how did that start? <laughs> did Our marriage or <laughs> 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 um, I was gonna make a joke, but it became really bad. <laughs> I was like, they started in the barn. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, there Just you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah. So, how did y'all meet and all that fun stuff?
3: How did we meet?
4: <laughs> how did we meet? We actually um, met on a blind date. Oh. Okay. So. Um, I had gone to North Georgia College, whoop, whoop. Heather, uh-huh. <laughs> um, way earlier than she did. So. a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, but one of my friends that I went to North Georgia College with, she ended up moving on and going to Atlanta Christian College and met her husband there. And her husband was a youth pastor at the church that Russ was going to at the time. And so they thought that Russ and I would make a good match. Should I tell them the other part? <laughs> like, You're very open to them. <laughs> <bar." laughs> we went on a
3: blind date with them and we didn't go out with them ever again. Oh. <laughs> no. Not really on purpose. It just, <laughs> it just sort of worked out that yeah. way. Yeah.
4: But I was living up on the north side of town. I was living in Alpharetta actually. So it was kind of a um long drive for him. But after dating for about a year, I decided to look for a job down here teaching. Well, down here over in Henry County teaching and we dated for five years and he finally asked me to marry him. Yeah. See, there's a
3: story right there. Yeah, that's the story you need to ask her about finally.
4: <laughs> well, about two years in, we knew we loved each other. Like we were sticking around. The family likes me. <laughs> and, it's a win. <laughs> yeah. So I asked him, you know, cause we had talked about it. I was like, when are we getting married? So this was two years in. It's like, soon. Soon. I said, okay, and I got excited. And then a year passed. I'm like, wait wait a minute. Let's define soon. That's not my definition of soon. So
3: Mine was a little bit different apparently. (laughs) Another year passed and it was
4: still um, not not happening yet and there was one day i was just crying on a balcony <laughs> you know, i was like when is this gonna yeah, happen yeah. and it ended up being that night <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> <just a> surprise. <laughs> you had to see how far he could push you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i was just waiting <laughs> you were waiting one, for yeah, me to break, break. <laughs> so that's how it happened
0: okay <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um so, like I said, we're talking about men's, like Nicole said, we're talking about men's and women's ministry, and so I feel like the, I feel like men's and women's, men's and women's ministries here at the church are kind of new, I would say, <laughs> um, but, like, I know now you're leading that, Russ, so how did that, how did that get started? Like, when did the passion for men's ministry start, and then, like, what made you to, like, I really feel like I need to, I need to step up and then make this happen at GCC?
3: Can I throw you a curveball first? Sure. I mean, I, I know, know there's your, <laughs> your, I know there's your, I know there's your podcast, but uh, no if I could sort of just for a minute, I, I, I would want to be clear because if we're talking about men's and women's ministries, there's there's a lot of confusion, a lot of um, misunderstanding, and a, a lot of controversy. Frankly, when you start talking about men's this, women's that, and so I want to be clear on a couple things, and that's. Um, I believe and a gospel community church believes that men are created to be men and women are, women are created to be women okay. and uh, and there's also specific roles that they're created for um, that that God has um, created us to live those roles out um, and along with that though I, I think there's a couple of things that it doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean that um, you know we should anybody that's Questioning that this sort of thing, having questions about uh, gender identity or uh, roles of, of men and women, or, or or any of those things, it it doesn't mean that we automatically just excommunicate that person um, and and just you know kick him out of the church immediately. Um, and it also doesn't mean that uh, because we are going to talk today about men's and women's ministries, it doesn't mean that. M- the roles of men and the roles of women, that one is at the expense of the other, or um, that's, that God has created them to coexist in, in such a way that they, they, they work together. Okay. So even though the, a man might be called to lead his wife in a certain area, um, that doesn't at all mean that he's somehow over her in some kind of way. And it's, it's, she's not subjected to him in that kind of way. But I just want to be clear from from the start that um, we do believe that uh, there are specific roles for men and for women. Uh, and um, I, I know that there is a lot of confusion out there on that. So I wanted to kind of clearly define that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Um, so don't – Fastball to you <laughs> yeah
3: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so so, so yeah. what got me going yeah <laughs> um well there's a there's an easy answer and a little bit more complicated answer. The easy answer is just i mean look around uh look at look at some of the things that's going on in society and culture, and just look at um it, if you can kind of look ahead just a little bit uh, to where you you project things might be and in five years like look how m- many changes there's been in the last five years and kind of project that forward like this is this is a snowball going downhill real fast and it's just getting bigger so that, that's sort of like the easy answer there's there's just a need for it i think um the more complicated answer is kind of the same thing look around i mean but just backing up a little bit so most people I think most people know, but, uh, I don't, probably everybody didn't know that, uh, Greg Reed is, is not my, my biological father. Um, I, he didn't come around until I was probably, I was a young adult when, before I really started having his influence in my life, which I'm super thankful for. God has been gracious to put somebody in my life to help me in, in, in a lot of areas. Um, but I didn't have that when I was when I was young. My, uh, m- my parents got divorced when I was, uh, like twelve or thirteen, something like that. And so I entered into I was in junior high. I didn't have I didn't have I had some male influence in my life, but they really weren't. I mean, they weren't my dad. And so I was trying to figure out how to be a, a weird, awkward teenager going go in junior high school. And um, man, I got a lot of stuff wrong. You know, uh, I, I got a lot of stuff wrong. And then fast forward that to. Um, being a, a, a young man and uh having a, a girl that I really liked that I wanted to marry and that's that was some tough times too and I had to figure a, a lot out on my own and um even since then um I've I've still I've still messed that up. And so um sorry.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sticking with me. <laughs>
3: um Yeah, so that that's sort of that's that's sort of me. That that's the burning desire for me is 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 that. And so I, I look around and I, I see, um, I, I see that I'm not alone in that. Um, because, I we, we kind of joke that I we belong to a, uh, what we call the fraternity of the fatherless, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think more people than not have experienced some sort of trauma from some male influence in their lives whether it's their dad or their husband or um a brother or or, or, i don't know a boss um most everybody if we even if like in society and culture i think it's that way i think it's even greater in the church for some reason i think that there are a lot of people in the church that have serious trauma from from some male that, that that had some kind of influence in their life, and and if we took a poll around this table, it's probably the same way. Um, and so, how 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 do we how do I stop that? It's it's kind of a thing. How do I break that cycle? How do I end the fraternity of 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 the fatherless, so to speak? Um, and so that's that's really sort of what 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 kind of kind of lit the fire at me. And then you know having kids and realizing that I, I really wasn't being the kind of dad I, I needed to be to them and just it it just kind of for me kind of grew out of that
0: and um uh, so like i said i feel like it's very new so how, how long y'all been coming to gcc for mm,
3: six six years five years six years yeah Something we, like
0: that. we came
4: when they first started and then um stepped away and went to another church and then came yeah back. we
3: weren't really like uh members yeah. we but we so, were yeah at least we six were years. trying to support
4: yeah, yeah, and you'll live the, so the far launch. Away.
3: But we were we were involved in another church when yeah. when this uh, one right. got mm-hmm. off the ground, and we're committed to the things that we were doing there. Mm-hmm. So, but we've been here about Five six, six six years, yeah. six years, I think.
0: Yeah, and because uh, I like guess in the midst, has it been a year for the bits finished year? Has it been less than that? Do you feel like
3: really less than that? Than I think yeah. we yeah. we launched of last year. Yeah, yeah, we kind of had our kickoff of like fall of last year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um And uh, I think that's pretty cool, though. I mean, even just just like you're saying, having that kind of background and passion. Some people, I feel like they just like, well, I just, you know, I needed somebody. So I just filled mm-hmm. that role. And so, but it's cool to see someone that has such a passion for it and feels like, you know, uh, hopefully the calling to be able to to add that up. And so, um, what was kind of like your first thoughts, Melissa, when he was like, hey, I want to lead the men's ministry? <laughs> Were well, you like, yeah, that sounds great, or like... Is other people, <laughs> sure.
4: I was excited for him. Um, he has a gift, I think, of teaching. He loves the Lord. Um, we, he's always been involved since I've known him with teaching. Um, when we were dating, he was teaching youth. Um, then when we got married, we're teaching young couples at our church, and did that for years. Like every church we've been in, where he has always led that um, with us. Uh, to be teaching. Um, So I think just his love for the Lord and his gift of teaching, um, it it made me very (coughs) excited to see him and watch the Lord just kind of stir that in him. And I was super excited and proud of him for answering that call.
0: And then on the flip side with the women's ministry, Heather leads that, like I said. And so kind of same question. Um, How did that get started? Why are you passionate?
2: I just, um, I see the value and I have, I have been through seasons of my life where I have very strong community. And then I had seasons of just transition, you know, you move to a new town and it's like, I know no one. And that was a very, a very difficult thing for my introverted self, um, to know like how to build these relationships and friendships. Um, and so I was like, I need, We need an avenue to get to know because i had heard i've heard that you know from a couple of other people and of like i know plenty of people but i need to be able to go real you know deep with people and um i just decided one day i was like you know what i've been thinking about this the lord's been telling me to do this for like a year i think and i just told him he was crazy (laughs) um and then so i just wanted to create a place in the church where we could have just fellowship um, to get to know people and um, to realize that, oh, she and I have this in common and I never would have known it. One thing that GCC does phenomenally well is our community groups. And so you get to know a handful of people um, really well. Um, but I wanted more opportunity outside of the community groups because, you know, as we're a growing church, there's so many other ladies that i could just learn so much from or relate to or even pour into also and so i just wanted the opportunities to be able to um just connect with those ladies and connect ladies with ladies you know um friendships and that that sisterhood that we really need to thrive in in life and in our spiritual walks um So I didn't actually mean to start a women's ministry. (laughs) Um, I really just wanted to say, like, hey, what if we did a whole weekend away and just the ladies came, and you know we had some talks, just do a retreat. And so I mentioned it to a couple of ladies, and they were like, oh my gosh, yes, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. So it's like, okay, well, there's at least six of us that'll go, so that could be a fun time. Um, But I reached out to our pastor's wife and said, hey, what do you think about a ladies' retreat? And she was like come over for dinner. Let's talk about it. So we did. And they said, sounds great. Plan it. And I was like, oh, me? What? Okay, cool. Sounds great. Um, and then I threw a team together and enjoyed every second of it. Um, and it went really, really well, um, only because of the Lord. It was, <laughs> you know, planning a big event like that is, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, but the Lord just provided I mean in so many big ways and it was very obvious that yes this is where I'm leading you yes this is going to be good um for the people of this body and so and it just kind of snowballed from there (laughs) so um yeah so I feel like our women's ministry here got its kickoff um I guess spring of 2022 yeah 2022 so we've been in this for just over a year um and just continuing to facilitate those relationships and stuff. So. Thank okay. you.
0: Yeah. The, like I said, it's, you know, the ministries are very, fairly new. Have y'all, how have y'all seen the fruit so far in each of those ministries with the men and women? Like how, how's that been going so far?
3: Go ahead. <laughs> Go
2: ahead. Adele. Um, oh my goodness. I mean, after that first retreat, no one, including me knew what to expect, you know, um, of just, uh, what do we do? I don't know. And so, if you haven't listened to our last podcast, go do that. You can learn more about (laughs) it. Um, but just the fellowship that was enabled there. Um, I got to spend time with ladies that otherwise I wouldn't have even, you know, known I need to spend time with this person because I didn't know anything about them. Um, and so it was just beautiful to see all of the laughter. I'm talking staying up till two o'clock in the morning. Um, and even just the refreshment that moms, wives, you know, we're able to have of just like for a minute, I am nothing but a sister and a child of God. just for I'm not a mom right now. I'm not a wife right now, you know, or those responsibilities aren't prevalent at this moment anyway. Um, and just being able to build those relationships and then fast forward to this year, our second um, retreat, everybody jumped right in. It was immediate laughter from people walking through the doors. Um, people's excitement um, to come was through the roof Um, and so just seeing the fellowship um, people wanting to do it and really really I mean just the retreat this year there was crying there was opening up um, you just learn so much about people and how like none of us are necessarily going through the same exact thing but everybody's going through something all you know like we all have life and so it just makes you feel like not alone Um, so there's definitely been just time of fellowship that's been really fruitful.
3: Yeah, so for for us, yeah, we're we've only had like a couple of events. So mm-hmm. um I I see relationships starting to develop and uh men stepping into certain places uh in other areas of other men's lives, which is which is really important It's really kind of what we want to do. Um you know so that's kind of some of the goals that we are are striving because. You know I can't I'm, I'm not anybody's savior <laughs> Heather you're not anybody's savior you know, either you we that. can't we can't save anybody <laughs> right and uh there's there's only one person that can do that right um but even even if we have guys that uh that their marriages are bad or they're they need help with their kids um I, I can get up there and uh give them six ways to have a happier marriage right uh but that's not going to save the marriage it's you know that they can get the same thing from oprah right um <laughs> yeah. right yes. i mean and, and it would and it would help i mean our marriage would be better if, if we did that um Listen not not oprah? not ours, <laughs> not ours. Uh, so uh, other people's uh, other, other people's <laughs> uh, other people's kids would be better too <laughs> but what what I see and what I I've have seen and I'm seeing and I want to see more of is men stepping into the roles that they're called into and really sacrificially leading from a place of of sacrifice like sacrificially laying themselves at the cross at the foot of the cross every day for for their wives for their for their kids for their church for their for their community and um yeah, and just imagine what that would be like if, if everybody did that.
0: Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you, how do y'all feel, like, what is the importance of even having men's men's and women's ministry in the churches?
2: For us, I feel, well, I mean, for everybody, the biggest thing that I have noticed that I love is everybody's realizing that they're not alone. And loneliness is so, so prevalent in the world today. Um because we can hide behind social media we can hide and we can retreat and we can just stay alone and think that we're the only one with this horrible life or we're the only one going through this and that and we're the only ones and you're just not and so it's been really beautiful to be able to see people going through stuff together and that we're able to lock arms in this battle of life and just walk through this together um and keep pointing each other towards the cross keep praying for each other um so yeah just doing this
5: together
3: yeah pretty much the same thing um you know men tend to want to look uh, appear have the appearance of they don't need anybody um but the reality is is that um, if you got them one-on-one and you really ask them, uh, some of the things that men that they were really troubled with, loneliness would be one of the, one of the, one of the main things. Um, and so to provide an opportunity for guys to, uh, meet other guys to, um, hey, well, I'm, I'm, I'm more like this guy than I thought I was and he has similar interests or this guy is going through the same exact thing that I went through and he can help me, um, that's it's, it's those sorts of things that i'm that i'm looking forward to i, I think it's important
0: mm-hmm. have y'all i mean so i think you know I, I feel like you were saying like you know i feel like you get to kind of identify the struggles that men and women are going through and i feel like when you they get to have those ministries you really get to highlight those things and really help in those in those times and such so um i imagine there's been probably lots of fruit of just because i mean it's always great having like family events and everybody all coming together, but there is something about having those individual splits. And so where men who don't normally get to hang out with each other are now having that time to talk and be open and such. And so it's kind of hard to do that at, you know, the the big uh, outing picnic with everybody and stuff. And so I think it, it creates those opportunities for like y'all are saying that they can know those struggles, they can know those things. And so um, I think that's, you know, so incredible and beautiful and so um how, how does one create that how does one kind of create for anyone who who has a church and they're like well we don't have a men's and women's ministry we're wanting one we don't know how to start like how do you my biggest thing is like, how do you have a healthy ministry and so um and what things in a sense can make it unhealthy
2: i would feel like a healthy ministry one of the I guess fruits of that um, would be seeing people who are not in the same small groups, people who don't run in the same circles always. Um, You're seeing them get together. You're seeing one-on-one discipleship. You're seeing um, people praying together. Um, So to get that off the ground, people have to get to know each other. And so that is what the Lord led me to. It's how he led us, us to start this women's ministry is just creating those opportunities Um, because Sunday mornings, especially, you know, you got kids everywhere. Like it's, people are hungry. Like you just don't, you're not able to really connect. And so creating those opportunities, um, just a fun and fellowship of like creating memories that were, Oh, remember that one time that she did it, you know, like you're laughing together and it's great. But then also making sure that you're creating the opportunity and the space for people to, be open and be real. Um, and it is going to take leaders being open and real. Um, if it's if you're continui- continually having the Sunday mornings, I'm good, how are you? Good, good. Have a good week. See you next time. And that's all there is. That's just not true. And so you got to say, you know, you have to create the space for them to be able to say, I'm struggling with this right now. Um, and what you'll realize, I feel like 99 times, out of 100, you're going to realize that people are like, oh, I've been there, or oh my gosh, me too, or oh really, I'm struggling with this too, and you know, just kind of, just creating that space for them, people to really get to know each other, um, because people start to feel loved when they feel like they're known, and so, and it all, it's going to take somebody leading that path, you know, somebody's got to be the first one to, to open up and say, this is where I fell short, and this is why I need Jesus.
3: Yeah, I think I think she's I think she's right. Um I'd probably say that <clears throat> in addition to 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 that just, you know, do something. I mean, if if you're getting something off the ground and, and you have a passion for this and it's something that um the Lord's laid on on your heart, don't sit around for a year like you did and like hey, don't do that <laughs> what you didn't you didn't let me call fi- me on my sin, russ <laughs> you didn't you didn't let me finish like, like like i did too yeah
2: yeah we did it together
3: <laughs> um do, do something uh and get uh just like you did and just like just like i did get get a few folks that are really trusted that have a like mind and get them to help you bring them alongside and then send them out uh at, you know so, like, one of the things that we're intentional about when we do have our get-togethers is, I, I, I don't, I don't spend a lot of time with the guys that are on the the team with me. Mm-hmm. You know, we have previously had conversations and and talked about, uh, you know, things that are going on with uh, some of the some of the men, and like, hey, we need to, you know, put our arms around this guy, and uh, this guy over here is maybe may struggling with that, and he needs to, he needs he needs some help too. But um, but one of the things that I I do like that a lot of people don't have is um, the the fact that uh, we Heather's because of our position um, helps helps plan most of the stuff that we do. So we're always talking about what's going on with the women's ministry, what's going on with the men's ministry, so that uh, we're doing the same kinds of things and in a little bit different ways so that it's 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 a little bit different for men than, than it is for the women but we're we're intentionally creating the same kind of thing um, to have um, like uh, an, an event or even a, a, a conference like we have coming up but a part of that is also s- downtime that we've intentionally created so that men can talk to men and women can talk to women and you can interact with somebody that's not in your community group that you don't really know that much. And, um, but what what you finished with, I think is is the most important is it has to start somewhere. So if, if I personally, am not willing to say, Hey, you know what? I'm I'm struggling with this sin right now. Um, I I need help. I need somebody to pray for me and go into another brother and doing that. Um, that, that is, it's just gonna it's gonna fall short if if you don't have your key people doing that. So, do something. Uh, get some guys uh, or or girls. Get get some uh some people that are like minded that are that are on board with your your vision and uh and, and go out and and lead by example and 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 be what your be what you're talking about. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: that's awesome. I think that <clears throat> like for for me coming out of a very different church background than most of the people at GCC, it is always so encouraging to see the faithfulness to the gospel and how everything that our church does is really surrounded with, focused on, and rooted in Jesus being glorified and the gospel being preached. And I think that men's and women's ministries that are super large scale and like, you know, parachurch ministries or maybe coming out of churches that have really wonky theology get it wrong. When they just have like the, come to this women's event. You're a jewel in the crown of the Lord. Or come to this men's event and learn how to be an armor bearer. Like all of these things. And it's like, I love the raw simplicity of get some people, (laughs) share the gospel, and live life with each other. Because like you guys are right, loneliness is such a thing. And I think if anything, I mean... So much good and so much bad has come out of pandemic time, I think, in our lifetime. But if there is anything that has been beneficial, it is that the Lord has used it to highlight just how much we need one another, which is something I think that the church in Acts knew very well. Like, Think of how many times the terms one another is used in the New Testament. But I think that we're seeing the fruit of even that in, the, in this movement in our church, because it's not like there has been a glaring like lack of community, or a lack of ministry for women, a lack of ministry for men. But to see this cultivated in the church now, I think, is such a fruit even from what the Lord has done in all of us in that time and that we really need one another. As time is getting shorter, Jesus is coming back. Like we really need that accountability and love and um, the call to the gospel, the call to repentance, like the boldness to say, hey, girl, I see your sin. Let's talk about it. And to know that that doesn't come from a place of I'm better than you or here's some judgment, but I love you enough to say, hey, we got to talk about this. Yeah.
4: That's loving your neighbor. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. Yeah. loving your neighbor. I think it's great. I mean, just, you know, I think when you talked about the beginning of us, like, you know, they think about the identity thing and all the, you know, now when you all to be together and things like, but there's so much beauty in in the, the separateness of everything because there's certain things. there's a lot of sin that's overlaps and it's common that you know men and women both struggle with but there's certain things that men struggle with differently than women struggle with things differently and so i think it's it's so healthy to have those differences of like if you know women are struggling with something they can go like you were saying they, they go to each other and talk about those things and get that kind of support from their sister or from their brother and stuff like that and so i think there's so much Healthiness and beauty in that alone, and so um, because if like if you're struggling with something and say you go to a guy and it's he's gonna be like what, <laughs> and so it's not gonna be probably very helpful. But I like that we can do that. We can like you're y'all saying, you know, as being a loving neighbor, that we can go to our fellow sister. We can go, men can go to their fellow brothers and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. Oh, hey, I'm struggling with the exact same thing. How can we support each other? How can we encourage each other? How can we walk in a, in a path of health? And so, um that's helpful. And I think it's a gift from God that he orchestrated it that way. Because if not, if we're, you know, talking to the other person who has no idea what we're talking about, it's going to be kind of hard and struggling. And so not to say all women struggle with the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, but I think there's something about that. Um, <coughs> having that support from both of those sides is very helpful.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, think about um, how many times <coughs> in any area of your life have you felt the loneliness or whatever, like usually, it's tied to a sin that's keeping you isolated or to a sin against you that's keeping you isolated or something that is keeping you isolated. And it's pretty much isolation (laughs) that like cultivates all of this like negative thinking and our separation from Christ and like all of this stuff that wanes in our relationship with the Lord. Like how passionate we are about reading the word or going to church or whatever like a lot of problems stem from isolation and it's like one of the biggest lies I think the enemy uses is that nobody else has done the same sin nobody else is struggling with the same problems you're weird you're on your own like all of those things and it's like the hardest thing I think in us to just reach out and say I need help or I'm dealing with this but like if we would how much change and fruit and like gratefulness and all of the fruit of the spirit would be birthed in that moment but this flesh keeps Mm -hmm. us back from doing that but I think it's so wise to create those spaces that create comfort and establish a new rhythm and routine and relationship to be able to do that and to have people who are gospel-minded who are going to call you out as an introvert it's one of the things I love and hate about this church is like (laughs) if you don't show up somebody's going to be knocking on your door like what's going on and it definitely comes from a place of love but it's also like if I didn't have someone reaching out to me I don't know that I would be strong enough in myself to reach out so I just I love that that's cared for I do feel like one thing
2: that our church does well is the lack of judgment here is unlike anywhere I've ever seen um I feel like everyone in our church of course that's definitely a blanket statement but <laughs> everyone knows we are all sinners and we all need Jesus no one sin is worse than another you know so it's like when you say hey I've really been really been struggling with this I feel like chances are the person you're talking to is going to be like let me pray with you you know it's not going to be like really <gasps> yeah (laughs) there won't be any gasping and if there is it'll be sarcastic just like that (laughs) it's gonna be like me too you know so let's let's battle this together um you know i voxed a friend of mine a couple weeks ago like i am struggling with this and this and literally her response was shut up me too and so it's just like this is how we have to pray about this and like i'm gonna be praying for you please pray with me you know like check in with me and you know we got to bust up these lies that we're believing and stuff. And so I feel like so many times we're like, oh, I can never tell anybody this, you know, like what would they think of me? They're going to think I'm just like you and we are all sinners and we need Jesus. And that's why we're here in the first place. Mm. So just a little nudge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So with that, like how, what is y'all's plans for? Cause like I said, once again, I keep saying it, but like it's brand new ministry. So like what is your plans with these ministries moving forward? Uh, forward in the future at g c c like what are your plans with them?
3: right now just to c- continue to grow it um to continue to uh, meet together and just deepen the relationships that that we have um that that's kind of really i I, th- I think that they're <clears throat> i think that there's some i think there's guys in our church that are dealing with some pretty serious things um and I want them to have relationships where they they know that they can talk to other people and and, and walk through that, and so for me it's it's not um, six new events or uh, we got to have a uh, hundred new people or um, it's 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 a deepening of the relationships that, that that are happening.
2: Yeah, I I absolutely have plans to just continue creating spaces of fellowship. Um, feel like right now the lord's just saying just create the space and i will provide the fruit um so being diligent in that um just just can we how how often can we get together you know and not everybody can make every single event so i want there to be an opportunity um plenty of opportunities um but down the road i would love to see discipleship um i when i first became a believer. we were involved in, 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 true genuine discipleship. Um, we had, you know, one-on-one discussion about like, all right, what's your time in the word been this week? You know, like what, what kind of sins are you struggling with this week? Um, and we studied the word together very, very in depth, um, you know, just communi- conversations, um, on the spiritual levels, but that created a bond that will never be broken. Um, we, that group and I have lived in separate states, for gosh I guess 11 or 12 years now and we are all still best friends I mean it is a bond that cannot be broken because we are tied together with Christ and I'm talking I am like I love me some pasta and carbs and cheese dip and then another other these girls are just like I'm gonna exercise every day and like gluten free like we are we are very very different people you know (laughs) but we are tied together because of Christ and so I would love to see that um, just down the road, you know. But right now, we're just creating, getting to know each other. Yeah. What What does our body need? And it might not look anything like what I, you know, I have experience with in the past. But we'll just figure out what people need. And so, just building relationships right now is just the goal. Continuing to point yeah. people to Christ.
0: And kind of like a twofold question of how. So how for a spouse if you could speak that on a spouse sense melissa of like how can you support someone who is leading a ministry so like your husband or vice versa how how does the husband support the wife who's leading a ministry and also throwing and another question at you guys is how can the church properly support you guys as you're leading these ministries what what do you feel like needs to be done or can be helpful for you guys
4: um so I guess for me, just being there for him, um, like Saturday, he was working on some of the men's conference that's coming up May 20th. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, sorry, May 20th. <laughs> um, and just uh, bouncing ideas off each other because I know men and women are different. God created us different. But I would share with him, like, so for women, you know, I we need time to decompress after something after a talk and maybe I might have questions specifically for that speaker. It's like, okay, well you said this scripture with this, like um, I don't know, just some sort of question. So we were talking about um, just scheduling stuff and figuring out what works for men. Because I think it's a little bit different. So just bouncing ideas off one another and helping them through that. Just being supportive. I think for the um, men's bonfire Heather left me alone with <laughs> forty, fifty men, but they were all outside. We're <laughs> um, <Tanya, I> <laughs> still pretty bitter about it.
0: <laughs> you call me on all my sin today. <laughs> no,
4: but just you know, again, I was in the house, ready to to meet any need that needed to be met. But they didn't. I don't think they all really needed me. I was just on standby. Yeah,
3: you're right. you're supportive. You're super supportive of me.
4: Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and praying for him through that just really praying for him, um, lifting him up as much as I can because I know, you know, some days it's, it's overwhelming with all the other things going on in life.
3: Um, right. She, so. you, you do a, a good job of uh, anticipating uh, my need to just have some time to either – work on work on the men's stuff or or um just spend time with the lord or 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 whatever by you know taking other things off my plate uh and just the fact that you're aware of that and that you um you want to help that's that's awesome thank you
2: Such a good wife. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, not like you, Heather. All your sins. <laughs> Unlike
3: over me. Unlike me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just see, just We have fun here. Too. Just getting Heather.
4: <laughs> also, I meet with them when they meet. Yeah, like, she attends all of our meetings. Yeah, so I feel like I'm part of both of the ministries. Yeah. So. That sorry, she's like I very much. take you down. Yes, To Take you down.
2: Yes, she gets fallen told for plenty of things. I sent them a a schedule for the men's conference and just kind of slid Melissa's name in there. <laughs> Here we go. Uh,
0: um, so yes, yeah, so how can the church kind of support you guys?
2: Hmm. RSVPing to events. <laughs> yeah. That was just kind of a kick at all of you people listening. um No, I I welcome ideas. um you know I think there's so many talents and so many like hobbies or just things that people would find fun that I may not ever think of, like I am like the worst gardener would not be able to crochet a thing, <laughs> but the bulk of the women in our church could totally we could get together and have a knitting hour, you know, like things that I just wouldn't even know anything of, but I'll sit there and look at you <laughs> um ideas you know would be great, and just just know that if you can't make it to everything, that's okay, but just come to what you can and and be open and come ready to just get to know people and allow people to get to know you. And that really, because if nobody comes ready to let people know them, then the event's going to be boring. So. Yeah. That's right. <laughs>
3: that's right. Uh, I, I think our church does a pretty good job of, of being supportive. I, I mm-hmm. really do. Yeah. Um, especially if, if we ask um, and the, to think sometimes is we we don't always know what to ask or um how to ask it or who to ask it of. Um, and so what I would say is that step up and 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 volunteer and and be a part of it as as well. Um, but I, I, our church does a, a really good job of of supporting
0: yeah. as we kind of come to a close, what is uh, an encouragement that y'all want to leave people who are either wanting to start a ministry in their church or uh, the person who's like, uh, I don't know if I want to go to an event. Like, and mm-hmm. people know me and I got to talk about things, like, what is your encouragement to both those kind of people?
2: Well, if you're thinking about starting something brand new, just pray and, and know, like, if the Lord has laid this on your heart, he is going to see it through. Um, I mean, down to having random notebooks delivered to your church where <laughs> no one knows where they came from, but it's... <laughs> Uh, like perfect for your retreat (laughs) like he just provides in ways that i never even would have known you know to pray for and he just takes care of it you know um and it's and know that it's not on you to create this wonderful ministry at all you actually in the end will have literally nothing to do with it it's just be willing to create the space and then the lord's gonna create the the relationships and as the people attending you got to you just got to be okay to be known and know that you are who god created you to be and we were made in his image and so just come and let's get to know each other and i guarantee you we're a lot more alike than you think
3: that was well said (laughs) um is that what you were gonna say Uh, word for word (laughs) no um the encouragement that i would give uh is uh along the lines of what Heather was saying. Um, like you're not really doing the work. Um, it is going to feel like it and you're going to feel like you're, you're putting a lot into it. Uh, and, and you are, um, but it, it really comes from the Lord. Um, and and I, I said it earlier, but if, if somebody's going to get into starting a ministry, um, take, uh, take rest in the fact that you're no one savior. You're not going to save anybody. That's the job of, of, of Jesus Christ and his work on the cross. Um, What your job is to do is to um, listen to the Holy Spirit, call him in your life, and lean into that and and give up of yourself uh, to what he's calling you to do. And um, know ahead of time that when you do, uh, there will be attacks on you. And be prepared for that. Yeah. Because it happens.
0: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Another reason to have people in your life. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Just
0: saying. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Well. Thank y'all for coming on the podcast today. Thank y'all for leading these ministries. I think it's you know it takes a special heart. Like you know, there's like it takes a lot to attend events, but to lead in an event, I think it's it's incredible. And we're grateful that y'all stepped up and and felt that calling on your life and um and just letting the Lord lead y'all in those ministries. And I think anyone at the church who's attended any of y'all's events can say, yeah, those were wonderful events. I. um got a lot out of them and they affected their lives in a a beautiful way and so thank y'all for for doing that um as we say with every podcast we hope that this is a help to you um if you have any questions or to that you're wanting to start a ministry or questions about attending any events or Anything that has to do with men's and women's ministries, we have a wonderful email address.
1: <laughs> Our email address is be still and grow podcast at gmail dot com. But you can always find information on the men's and women's events at gospelcc.com.
0: Ooh, mm-hmm. new plug! got hey. yeah, yes. remember that. Forget it. <laughs> I will. So, um, but yes, please do that. Uh, we would love to be of any kind of help to you whatsoever. So, um, as always, we love you guys, Mr. Russ. Will you pray us out? I will. Yeah.
3: Hang on, I gotta be proper Southern.
0: Oh, okay. Take <laughs> his hat off. There you go. Come on.
3: Dear Lord, thank you for um, the people in this room uh, that that give of their time uh, regularly to to come um, and 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 talk to people like me uh, for for what reason I I, I don't really know, but uh, they, they they dedicate their time to get. Uh, your message out there in a different, different way. And it's, and it's great. Um, I'm thankful for it. Lord, as, as we leave here, uh, I pray for those that, uh, are in, um, in men's and women's ministries, uh, around, uh, and around our area, around our country that, um, it's, it's, it's vital. I think in our culture that, uh, men step into the roles of being men and women step into the roles of being women, uh, guided by the the gospel uh guided by um what scripture tells us and and i pray for those that are in those ministries i pray for um clarity i pray for strength i pray for wisdom in difficult and confusing times um god thank you for uh gospel community church and thank you for its leaders thank you that they support us and and what we're doing um We are are super thankful that uh, we have a home here and a forever family. Uh, God, thank you for um, all of your grace that you show us uh, every day. Thank you for the the new mercies uh, every morning. Uh, I I, I don't deserve it. Um, Thank you. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Thanks for listening. Please email us at be still and grow podcast at gmail.com with your questions, comments, ideas, and prayer requests. For more content from Gospel Community Church, check out the Training Day Podcast hosted by George Jones.
0: This is Catherine, Heather, and Nicole. Join us next time. We'll save you a seat. Till then, be still, still and grow. grow.